0: weird and fucked up online dating experiences and we are in berlin and i'm with my uh, guest naomi tonight or Hi. today yeah naomi tell us a little bit about yourself
1: um i'm naomi i'm 27 um i'm from the uk i've lived in berlin for three years and in germany for five um in terms of online dating i've been on tinder active since may uh, but I've had a profile since like 2014 while I was with my ex-boyfriend, but he knew about it. I just okay. had it for fun because, um, when it first came out, all of my housemates, um, in the UK, I live with like six girls and, um, they were all on Tinder and I had a long-term boyfriend. So I got jealous and I like wanted to check out <laughs> Tinder as well. I heard and... this
0: story so often. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm like, really, I always just give my phone even now, even though I'm active on it. Like people want to play on my Tinder. Like, fine, go for it. They match with me with people and they have stupid conversations with people. And that's how it started like years ago with my girlmates. And yeah, so I've been active since May.
0: Nice. Okay. And um, did you use any other apps besides Tinder?
1: Um, someone told me to try OkCupid and I tried it, but I just found it a bit too much.
0: It is too much, yeah. I would say if 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 you're into, like, Tinder in that sense, Bumble would be, like, a good scale Yeah, up.
1: actually, I've been told about Bumble. I just haven't bothered.
0: Yeah, but I think Bumble only works well if you're, like, not afraid of being proactive about messaging so much. Like Why? Because you have to message first on Bumble. Girls have to message first.
1: <sighs> <laughs> See, I think sometimes Tinder is more just like a game. Like, it's something a lot of people do when they're bored and then i match with people and i just never end up writing to them cuz i just forget
0: yeah i i've see i have this theory that tinder is like a real version of pokemon go
1: yes <laughs>
0: cuz you have to go places <laughs> and see what's around you and you have to catch them all <laughs> it's just
1: that's true yeah. actually because whenever i'm in a new place or like when i go home to my mom in england i'm always more active on tinder if i'm like in london or visiting friends than I am actually at home in Berlin
0: okay so what was your worst experience uh, using tinder
1: I got shouted at on a date shouted at yeah like full-on as if we'd been together for like 40 years shouting at me in a club outside a toilet with like loads of people looking at us
0: okay you have to elaborate like, um, on the story. so
1: I met this guy we actually had sex on the first date was great he was really nice had sex like three or four times that week the weekend after we went out for a few drinks it was great really nice ended up going to a club um we were outside the men's toilets and then some guy started talking to me and was like hey I recognize you we worked together four years ago and I was like okay I don't recognize you at all sorry and then he just said the name of the company so I was like oh we must have guy I'm on a date with goes in the toilet then this guy carries on talking to me, having seen that I was with someone else. And he asked me to go for a drink with him, come to the bar, go dance with him, leave the guy that I was with. And I was like, no. Yeah. Like, this was like our third or fourth date. So I was like, I'm with someone else. Like, please leave me alone. I didn't want to be too rude because it's like we work together. Yeah. I mean, he was just a bit drunk, whatever, fine. I told him several times, like, please. This is awkward, like I'm with someone else. The guy comes back from the toilet, stands next to us. And I was like, look, he's back. Please, can you just go away now? So he goes away. And then the guy that I was on a Tinder date with just goes absolutely skits at me. He's saying like, can't you go five minutes without talking to someone else? And um, you're on a date with me and it's really disrespectful. And I'm just stood there like, I told him to go away. I told him to go away several times, and also you were stood next to me, and you heard me say, "Please go away. I'm with him." Yeah. He carries on shouting at me for I don't know five, ten minutes, and we're stood outside the men's toilets of this club, and so many people are looking at us, and I'm just there, like kind of staring in the distance in disbelief that I'm being shouted at. Just like I feel like I've been with you for forty years, and we're like an old married couple. Yeah. So in the end, I just walked away. And then I decided I'm just going to go home. Then he told me I was rude for going home and just leaving without saying goodbye. So I was like, I can't win.
0: (laughs) Yeah, basically. Yeah, so that was the
1: worst experience I've had.
0: That was the worst. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty worse. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. I would say it's not a fun experience, by all means.
1: I probably had actually quite a few bad experiences, but I just find them funny, I guess.
0: So what would be like a funny bad experience?
1: Okay, it's not necessarily bad. It's just a bit strange. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. so I was on a date with a guy and everything was going great, he tells me he's against one night stands, he doesn't think friends with benefits is a good thing and he's never been in a relationship so I put three and three together
0: a true gentleman
1: and I think um, maybe he's a virgin
0: <laughs> yeah, because, I mean he, he kind of said it didn't he
1: yeah <laughs> So it turns out he is a virgin. Okay. And everything was like we had a really nice date. How old was he? Twenty-seven.
0: Oh wow. Was Turkish
1: he... German though, so I think he was like really from a really conservative family. Okay, yeah. Um, but that was fine. I kind of wanted to take his flower. <laughs> like, so I was really into it and like really into um taking his flower.
0: Is that a thing that girls are into?
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like in in which way? Like why? Because like...
1: like well it de- I guess it depends who it is, but like um I think I'm a bit of a power bottom. I think a lot of the time the guy expects to be in control in bed. Yeah. And like I would quite like to be with a virgin because then I have complete opportunity to like do what I want and maybe like teach him
0: Oh, okay. what yeah, I want to do. I, so just th- like, that's take exactly control. why I asked. Because I think the majority of, of girls I've talked to, like in my life, I would say, they always like the more experienced guys, right? And they hate it when guys are no, you know, like that's the one complaint that that, that you hear often from women about sex. That, yeah,
1: but then they should just say what they want.
0: Yeah, true, true, by all means. But then you know, like something usually most girls won't say, like, yeah, I actually would like to teach teach this guy, uh, you know, my way or the ways of doing things, because I think in a lot of ways, women kind of expect a lot of times to be the submissive one or the passive one in that sense, in some way.
1: Yeah, but I think that we should definitely try and change that. Well, I, yeah. I, I'm i trying to.
0: Yeah, because I, I'm totally supporting that, like, for sure, yeah.
1: I just, um, I think it's really important to be honest
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, like, just yeah, just say exactly what you want or, like, what you're feeling. So, yeah. for example, the date that you and I went on mm-hmm. um,
0: so, so the background is just, just to say it just <laughs> jumps like right into that. So the background <laughs> for this is uh, that me and Naomi uh, went on a date. I think it was roughly about a year ago, right? Yeah, and yeah, so I was actively looking for someone that I was on a horrible date with. That I was the the horrible person. That like in their perspective, I was the fucked up date. Yeah. And I've I think I texted you and a couple other girls. I was like maybe. Not sure. I mean, it was kind of awkward. Maybe it was something awkward, something weird, or something happened afterwards. I don't know. Uh, and didn't end like you know, like very great. Yeah. Um. But I, I mean, I would say luckily I couldn't find anything like that. Although I'm a little bit disappointed.
1: Uh, You're disappointed that you went a bad date.
0: Kind of because it would be really cool to have someone. That I was their really bad date on the podcast. That was the premise for this. I
1: hope you find that.
0: Um, Me too. But I mean, like, I I don't want to cheat and be a horrible date on purpose. So uh, it will have to be someone, you know, and I couldn't really come up with anything so far. So I I guess it's not going to happen. So So you're the closest, I think. The closest.
1: No, our date was great. I think it was fun.
0: It was fun, yeah. You
1: were a bit dark.
0: I am always dark, yes. Um, But you pushed me. I probably did because yeah.
1: you said that you were dark and then I just wanted to like test but and it was fun but then um it was really the kiss that like <laughs> made made up my mind yeah um and I probably did ghost you for a couple of days but I think I was more just like trying to assess in my mind whether I wanted to see you again um but then uh yeah it just didn't work with the kissing and we both know that
0: yeah, I mean, also other things, like sense of humor, the yeah, fact maybe. that I made you somehow feel awkward all the time. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have this effect on some people. But I told so,
1: yeah. you that at the time, like I said that it was about the kissing and that it was too wet yeah, and yeah, it yeah, probably yeah. came across wrong. Yeah. But um, that's very much like what I try to... Go into all of my dates with, or like afterwards, I just try and be honest because, it's like, a uh,
0: roti afterward, like, return on time invested, yeah. yeah.
1: And also, um, I just don't think it's fair to leave people a bit like up in the air because if I just said to you, like, I don't want to see you again without seeing a reason, then you might just be like thinking, in like, what exactly was it about our date that she didn't like, so.
0: Yes and no. I mean, I think. I I mean, like in my more most active times on Tinder, I think it was about that time last year.
1: Mm.
0: I think that a lot of people, um yeah, they don't really. They just like don't answer anymore, right? You have one date. If if they don't like yeah, you, they just ghost don't just so ghost thing, yeah, ghosting. It's so shit. it is shit. But I mean, with time. Because most of the people, like 90% of the people you meet, you just meet once, you have a drink for a couple of hours, tops, and you kind of figure out it doesn't really work, you know? So, yeah. like, you can... So do you tell them
1: a, why it didn't work?
0: No, most of the time, unless they ask, specifically. Okay. But, I mean, most of the time, I I'm, I'm always answer if someone, like, texts me or something, I mm. will always answer. I never, like, unless someone's, like, freaky or, like, stalky or whatever, then I would just not answer them. But for me, like, the communication part is really important. And I actually always actively ask why if if I actually thought, I mean, it's hard for me to say, to say from one date, you know, if nothing too particular happened, if I like this person in that way or not, like, I don't know, maybe a second or third date will kind of clear things out a little bit. I mean, sometimes, you know, from the first date, yeah, it doesn't work at all. But then like, if you have like a little bit in common, the conversation is good and so on. Like, I think there's a lot of things that you can kind of work with and the chemistry kind of builds up. Mm. But in a lot of ways i think that you know like if it doesn't work it's fine and i don't need to have this feedback you know cuz it's so subjective you know and you yeah. can say you know this was I, I just assume it it wasn't right right cuz i know for i know from my experience yeah, sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't and it's fine so i don't necessarily need the feedback yeah. from people unless something unusual happened which i didn't i thought like everything went great but then that other person said, uh, "No, actually, that was really bad." So then I would kind of like ask, "So what actually happened?" But um, you know, especially if people—and this is this is a thing that really boggles me—because if you ask people at the end of the date if you they're gonna see you again, they will say yes. They will say yes, ninety nine percent of the time. And then it's like, and then they lie in your face. No. <laughs> Basically, they're lying in your face. So. This is a really interesting experiment, I think, uh, to do because people just lie. And there's been like maybe a couple of people that I I think you
1: might have said that actually on our date at the end if we're going to see each other again.
0: Yeah. And you said yes.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I did. (laughs) And we are seeing each other again. (laughs) So I didn't lie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, you kept your promise, right? Um, That's true.
1: Yeah. And I was also honest with you about why it didn't work.
0: Yeah. No, you. I think this is just me
1: uh, because, like, So with my ex-boyfriend that I was with for five years, who I, so that's the one who I had when I had Tinder when I first got it. He knew about it, like, with my mates, whatever. And then I got it after we broke up last year. He, when we broke up, he said he's been having doubts for a year. And this was, like, news to me. So I think partly that has made me want to be honest with people because I don't want people to feel like, um, wondering like where where does she go or like ghost ghosting people. I just don't think is fair. Like it, it's some hard, of the yeah. weird excuses that I've had as well for ghosting. So the Turkish virgin.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I actually he messaged me for like two days after our date and then he disappeared for like three weeks. We had one date and I was like all excited about taking his yeah, flower. Fuck it, yeah. Um, and then he disappears for three weeks and then he blames it on his dad.
0: His dad took his. He said key?
1: that he. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um. He said that he had an argument with his dad, had to move out and live with his grandma. But like, that's not a reason to ghost me. You could have just been like, "Hey, I've got some family issues. I'll yeah, get exactly. back to you when it's done."
0: But this is always the case, right? Like ghosting is just. But that text takes like you. literally right, two minutes. Yeah it takes not even take two seconds right just yeah like, Sorry, but people have, are like, scared yeah. to be
1: honest that's the problem
0: i think people are scared of confrontation confrontation in a lot of ways oh
1: i'm so scared of confrontation but i think sometimes it's easier just to tell the truth rather than to have that person constantly messaging you being like hey where are you oh hey how's it going and then yeah. you know that they're like trying to get hold of you but you're just like uh
0: yeah so the the interesting thing is that this is actually part of the reason, partially the reason I started this podcast, because I had this ghosting experience. Because, Someone ghosted you? Oh my, I've been ghosted. I've been, uh, how do you say, like stand up. Uh, What's the worst up, like,
1: ghosting excuse you've had?
0: Oh man, like usually it doesn't get resolved. You just keep ghosting forever. <laughs> but um, I don't really remember anything particular, but I mean... I've had many types of ghosting from different people in different scenarios, like in on Tinder and so on. Like in that sense, like people I've dated, you know, a few times even or longer or like just one date and so on. But I will tell you the the worst experience for me when I first came to Berlin the first year. I also use Tinder quite a lot, not just really for dating. I just wanted to kind of go out, just met new people, went to bars, and you know, I didn't even care how they look. So I just, like, went, you know, out and talked to people. And I met a lot of really great people. Yeah. And I have, like, two really good friends from this, like, from this whole experiment. And, you know, I really kind of wanted to figure out uh, the whole Tinder thing as well. And I would say that I, I I'm not sure if this is just my perspective. But for me where I come from, at least I mean, I I'm almost thirty-three now. So I before, I grew up kind of before all of this online dating thing, right? I was like dating mm. quite intensively, uh like I had girlfriends and so on, like more relationships in Israel when all this stuff didn't exist, there was barely any texting at the time, anyhow. Like it was just SMSs before WhatsApp, yeah. you know. And we didn't have this ghosting thing. So for me where in my principles and values it's kind of seem weird to ghost you know it's a weird concept it's mm. new you know in that sense um but
1: it's the same for me as well because i've like been in long-term relationships and then as i said i've only been active on tinder since may
0: yeah yeah so exactly. it's
1: really yeah. new for me as well
0: yeah so it's a new experience for everybody in that sense yeah but
1: just why i prefer to be honest because i hate this whole ghosting thing
0: yeah for sure but what i'm saying is that um you know like for me coming here to berlin And here in Berlin, it's like so, it's so regular. It's so disposable. Yeah, because everything is like, there's so much options, so many people, so many things. And then not just that, it's just like people are so flaky here because of this. So I think people just reduce you to kind of like, especially online, if you don't meet the person yet, they don't really, I think a lot of people don't make the emotional connection in their head that this is a person. And how you know they can't see the face? I think like there was someone that says you know that uh, a lot of kids nowadays because they they everything happens on text, they don't get the emotional uh, the emotional education they Mm -hmm. need to understand how their words affect people. So they would be like super mean on the WhatsApp groups of the class or whatever and do like all these kind of stuff because they don't see the face. And when you when you talk to someone in person, you being mean, you see the you know see the reaction. And that kind of uh, makes you, you know, makes you feel bad about it. You know, like if you're if you're a legit person, you would kind of feel bad about it. But if you're online, there's just a picture, a placeholder, and you just swipe left or block or whatever. Well,
1: I was also thinking recently as well as it kind of makes it harder to trust people because nowadays on Tinder, you go on a date with someone and you're like messaging for a bit, but like there's always that thing in your mind like. I'm still active on Tinder, and he probably is still active on Tinder as well, and there's yeah. like because it's everyone like has so right? many options now, it's a race. you'd never yeah. know if you can really like trust or connect with that person, and I feel like people are more reluctant to make a commitment because they can just go back on their phone in five seconds and find someone else,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure, so uh, so uh, again, going back to that, for me, the experience has been that not even ghosting, you know what. Fuck ghosting People don't even show up sometimes.
1: Oh no, that's oh, that's never happened to me. That luckily. happened to me
0: at least ten times. Really? People just don't show up. Even more, I would Do say. Do they not even
1: tell you why?
0: They won't even tell me why. Maybe like sometimes. Oh times. my God. One one was like, oh, I'm sorry, I have to pack because I'm leaving next week uh, to like a vacation. I was like, it's in a week, and you, I was literally all over over the place already. You <laughs> know, I was like, what the fuck, man? And then most of the time they just block you. Like, they don't even, I think, so in that time that I had, like, all these dates, I got rejected and told specifically why, or at least they were like, no, I'm sorry, I'm not interested, or, like, you know, just get, there's many types of rejections. But when you do uh, dating, you get rejected a lot. I'm not sure how it is for for girls, but for me, as a guy, Mm. that's my only perspective at this point. So... I think there were some weeks I was like, fuck, this was like a lot for me to take for my self-esteem, you know? And it's it's not, I mean, sure, it might be in someone that you meet one time. But I mean, you can't really tell or you can't really say if that person, what's their situation, you know, in life. Mm. Maybe it will actually affect them quite a lot uh, if you tell them. uh, But
1: like, it was nothing personal. Like, when I told you, for example, you know, it was nothing personal. It's just that like, we don't have compatible kissing styles and like that's not like (laughs)
0: what the fuck is that
1: that you talked about this on your own podcast a few weeks ago there is no
0: compatible kissing style i
1: think there is
0: no no there's the spectrum and you can you can adjust the same thing you can teach a virgin turkish guy how to fuck you can align kissing and that happened for me so many times i
1: don't know if you always can because if you're like not into it then you're just not into it and well, it's nothing offensive to you. Like, no, I just was literally into not offended
0: because I thought your kissing was too dry. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't.
1: Don't say too dry when we're being <laughs> recorded.
0: You said it's too wet. He
1: kisses really wet. Super so, wet. like, I ended yeah. up with, like, slobber on my cheek. Good.
0: That's how you should, uh, you know, <laughs> that's how you finish a session here, man.
1: <laughs> oh, dear.
0: <laughs> no, but I I had, I mean, again, I am super extreme wet and I've most of my the best it's true that most of the best time for me is when I didn't have to dial it down when my partner was compatibly very wet as well um which is a lot of fun in my opinion I don't understand you uh dry people but
1: I'm not dry
0: <laughs> halfway whatever you call it whatever you define yourself okay uh, kissing is a spectrum but okay, um yeah. but I I mean I had a lot of really really good kissing and making out and whatever you call it with people that you know like didn't was in the opposite uh spectrum opposite scale and i just kind of like we found the middle ground you know and then it just worked really well so i think it's it really depends if you want to work on it or not if i don't think kissing is a is a deal breaker like in that sense it's not i don't think the kissing was my hypothesis is the kissing wasn't your actual problem i think I mean I think we just had like this kind of a weird chemistry but we had we had fun but it wasn't like you know like
1: yeah okay maybe all right
0: And yeah yeah so um you said about so the the turkish guy ghosted you
1: Oh yeah I actually didn't finish that story Yeah So I find out he's a virgin we had a great night um we were like sitting on my balcony drinking then he left around like 11:30 something like that and then this other guy messaged me who I'd been talking to for a month. And um, he'd also recently broken up with his ex. Like, we talked about a lot of things together, just in general about our exes, and like just, like, talked about our different Tinder dates, which I didn't really do that with anyone else that I was chatting to. Mm-hmm. Um, He was, like, he had insomnia, so he was, like, midnight on, I can't remember what day, but he was, like, come over. Like, I need someone to chat to. And this was the first time that I would have met him. So I was like, yeah, cool. Like, finally, we're going to meet up. And um, I went over. We were chatting on his balcony. Next thing I know, I'm being licked out on his balcony outside. So within an hour of being with the Turkish Virgin, I'm now, like, sitting on a balcony being licked out by someone. And then we ended up having sex. Like it was very interesting because the whole time we were having sex, we were talking about the v- Turkish virgin, <laughs> talking about like how I'm gonna take his flower and like oh my God. what, <laughs> like what I'm gonna do, and and it was actually super hot.
0: Like yeah, I mean, um, that poor Turkish guy though.
1: Yeah, well, he did ghost me and blame <laughs> yeah, his dad. Right, fuck him. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, so that was a very interesting night because I went from like a virgin to being nicked out to talking about fucking a virgin while fucking someone else.
0: The, uh, for me, then, the only step forward from this is finding a bunch of virgins and sacrificing them to Satan. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like, what the fuck? This is the next progression of this And story. then
1: actually with that guy, um, we both decided it was weird. And it was a bit weird. Okay. And then since then, I've seen him once and we just got Sahara together. If you're in Berlin, go to Sahara. It's fucking great. Um. Yeah, so we just got Sahara together and talked about our Tinder dates more. Mm-hmm. And, like, haven't had sex or any, like, sexual interaction since. But we still chat sometimes. Yeah. And, yeah, so I feel like that was the strangest thing that's happened. Like, virgins to licking out. And then after that, I got home, went for an 8K run, and then ate pizza for breakfast. So it was, like...
0: You're a very active person.
1: 24 hours of, like, contrasts, I feel. Because it was, like, virgin, sex running pizza uh, so like i like to keep a balance you know it's quite a
0: good day i would say
1: yeah it was a great day
0: yeah Yeah, nice very nice i mean that turkish guy though missed out man i know he missed the fuck out he
1: should have stayed a bit longer then i wouldn't have even gone to the other guy's house
0: but i I don't
1: do that often by the way that was a one-off they had two people in one night
0: well i mean that's no judging here Uh... (laughs) seriously no judging yeah but i really like that you're so like adventurous about this it was actually kind of cool that's like, the you... whole
1: point of tinder just go and have fun
0: yeah i know but a lot of people don't see it like, like this, someone you know?
1: invites you to tel aviv for a weekend that you've met once definitely <laughs> go okay so, tell me the story the story is um i went on a date with a guy in december uh from israel Woo! Uh, woo! <laughs> and uh we ended up spending the weekend together and then we were chatting like over christmas and then he invited me to come to Tel Aviv and I was like, yeah, great. I'm going to come. And then when I get there, he tells me that, well, I told him that I'd slept with someone between us seeing each other. It was about a month between mm-hmm. our first date in Berlin and me going there. And like, I wanted to like lay all my cards on the table and be like, I've been on a Tinder date since I've last seen you. And I slept with someone, but like, also you live in Tel Aviv. I yeah. live here. Like it's nothing serious. So yeah. I'm just, like, visiting you, so it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Then he tells me he slept with four people in the time that I was we saw each other. there has been, like, a month, right? And that kind of annoyed me because I was, like, one person a week, seriously, and you're telling me that you miss me, you're telling me you really want me to come to Tel Aviv. Does it, does it contradict? You're telling me that you're, like, I think it does. I
0: don't think it is.
1: Telling me that you're, like, too busy with work and you can't talk to me. Yeah. But then you're, like... Fucking someone different every week. I think I think it kind of contradicts.
0: I'm not sure. I mean, like, the work thing, yeah, maybe.
1: Like, don't tell me you're busy with work if you're out, like, going on Tinder dates and fucking people. But then
0: should he tell you he's busy on <laughs> Tinder dates?
1: Yeah, at least be honest.
0: <laughs> but then, you're. I mean, like, what do you think your reaction will be?
1: I ain't fucking coming to Tel Aviv, yeah, mate. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, but I had a great time. Yeah, you see? And yeah. then he ghosted me when I got back. Oh, shit. Um, and he blamed the Israeli army.
0: What, what did the Israeli army do?
1: Um, he said that, um, actually he only just messaged me again yesterday after two months of ghosting. Oh, wow. Um, and he said that, um, he couldn't talk to me because the Israeli army found out about me and asked if he knew any foreign elements, which apparently am a foreign element.
0: You're a foreign element.
1: And, um said that now they know about me and he got permission so he can talk to me again. I think like,
0: that makes you... I think that the Israeli army just called you hot. Maybe. <laughs> You're a foreign element that's approved.
1: Yeah. Ooh, wow. Um, but either way, like, either he ghosted me and he's lying, which makes me not really want to carry on being involved, mm-hmm. or he ghosted me because of the Israeli army Mm-hmm. and they really do know about me which also makes me not really really want to be involved with him so either way done
0: yeah i mean it it can make sense what he said so that there's a good probability that can happen but i'm not sure so um and besides um turkish virgins um weird guys on balconies and uh <laughs> he
1: wasn't weird he was lovely
0: an israeli commando Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> they're listening. Yeah, they are listening. Yeah. He's gonna go. I really see hope again. they're listening to the podcast. And if you do, please, like if you have any good stories, come. Please
1: let me back to Israel again if you're listening, because <laughs> I want to come. And um
0: You're not a threat.
1: I'm definitely not to the a threat. Nation.
0: Yes. Just to the virgins in the country. <laughs> <laughs> Israeli
1: really virgins, watch
0: out. Yeah, watch out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I want to thank uh, Naomi for uh, showing up after all this time. We had uh, this one, um, arguably really great yet really horrible date. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible, but it was it was controversial in yeah. many ways. <laughs> yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, if you're listening, uh, you know, go on the website and subscribe, and on on Spotify and do all this shit because uh, you know, like we're doing some work here, and you guys need to subscribe and. I have also Instagram. It's unmatch me now.
1: <laughs> oh great! I'm gonna tag you.
0: Yeah, tag yeah. me, follow me. Yeah.
1: in my Instagram story today.
0: Yeah. Or like Allah. two of
1: my followers will see it.
0: So. Oh. Okay.
1: Sorry, I'm. Yeah. The worst millennial today,
0: so. <laughs> 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 All right. So have a, have a good day. very much.